Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Kat Timpf. I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Harris Faulkner. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I'm Ryan Schmelz. Another concerning moment for one of the biggest names in American politics has some questioning his ability to lead, and he's not the only one. You're very likely, at least if you listen to the polls, going to have a presidential election next year between the two oldest people to ever be president on Inauguration Day. And and there are real concerns about whether there is a generation out there that, that maybe um, should look to turn it over to a new generation. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. For the second time in about a month, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell appeared to freeze while speaking to reporters. This time it happened in his home state of Kentucky as one of his aides cut in. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's right. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? Yes. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. McConnell isn't the only politician to have their health and age questioned, as there's another conversation about those leading the country and if they're fit to do their jobs. His staff has said that he had uh, another one of those moments, and, and you know you can see the video where he basically freezes for 30, 35 seconds. It- we are speaking to Fox News senior national correspondent Rich Edson. Is very reminiscent to when he did essentially the same thing, though for less time in the halls of the Senate last month. And this comes off him having uh, what his staff has said was a concussion after a fall at a fundraising event in March. And, you know, they've essentially pointed to what um, what his doctors have said and that when you're when you're recovering from a concussion, sometimes you can have um, these moments and uh, that, you know, there there have been a number of different senators, Senator John Thune, for example, uh, says that he spoke to McConnell last evening, sounded like an old self, his old self again. In fact, President Biden just said he spoke with Senator McConnell and said that McConnell sounded like his old self again. But, you know, when you look at that video and you also look at concerns in this country about not only members of the Senate and others are, are bringing this up as well, who um, have, are in their 80s or even 90s, um, you're very likely, at least if you listen to the polls, going to have a presidential election next year between the two oldest people to ever be president on Inauguration Day. And and there are real concerns about whether there is a generation out there that, that maybe um, should look to turn it over to a new generation. It's certainly an argument a number of politicians are making in D.C. Right. And, and I think probably one thing that we should make clear is, you know, I was at the press conference where yeah. McConnell had his initial freeze and you see his staff, or I should say the senators, kind of help him off and he leaves. But he did come back yeah. and he took more questions than he normally does at those press conferences in the Senate. So 
there has to be that aspect that people should probably keep in mind. But at the same time, McConnell is not the only member of the Senate who has questions being raised about his age. Dianne Feinstein, significant questions about her health being raised in recent months. And, and I think there's been this major focus on the age of elected leaders because we have so many in the Senate right now in their 80s. I believe Fox News did a report on it recently. House of Representatives, average age 57, Senate 64. Those serving House 80 and older includes, I don't have the specific number, but you have four members of the Senate in their 80s uh, and one who recently turned 90. Yeah. So this is being talked about quite a lot. It really is. And, you know, and it is where it is, you know, you have to point out with with Senator McConnell, especially um, that he did yesterday. This was after 20 minutes of taking questions and answers at the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, um, where by all accounts, you know, he was lucid and, and making sense and, and having a normal conversation. Um, other senators are Jim Banks, who's running for, for Senate. He's a congressman. He tweeted out a photo, said he had a very um, lengthy conversation with McConnell yesterday. So, you know, whether this is a question of is it indicative of a wholesale decline or are these just these moments because he's still feeling the effects of a concussion that's what the doctors are saying but it's still the video still brings up a question of of age and it's something that republicans have been pretty relentless on when it comes to focusing on joe biden as president um and then you mentioned with, with senator feinstein she was out for months earlier this year that impeded the work of the Senate Judiciary Committee. And so you've had a number of Democrats, whereas in years past, particularly with Senator Feinstein, quietly saying that this is an issue. Well, those voices got a lot louder. Um, and within her own state, too, within her own state. Absolutely. And then, of course, there are always there are always different angles to play with this. Um, there is also a, an ongoing game as to, you know, a Democrat's very likely going to win any Senate seat, any Senate race in California. Yeah. So when you come out on top of a, of a Democratic primary, you're essentially anointed in that seat. It would be the same as, you know, uh, uh, winning a Republican primary in uh, in Indiana or something. But but. In this case, you know, you've also got motivations among Democrats who were jockeying to be the Democratic standard bearer after De Senator Feinstein leaves. So there are those motivations as well. Um, but still, this is, you know, someone who it, it also in moments when reporters have caught up with her in the hallways doesn't necessarily seem to have a command that she once did. Very few people who are 90 years old do. And yeah. that's a question that the, the electorate has to ask. Joe Biden has fielded this and he's turned it into something as an experience. But, you know, it it definitely seems with with those like um, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley calling for mental competency tests for certain people who are over a certain age. Um, politicians are feeling a lot more comfortable about talking about the age of people they're looking to unseat than I think they probably ever have been. And this certainly does play in the campaign trail because you had, like you mentioned, I believe on Inauguration Day, President Biden would be 82 years old. Former President Trump would be 78 years old on Inauguration Day. It certainly is something that has been mentioned on the campaign trail by Republican candidates and even some of the, the few Democrat candidates who are running. But, you know, I, I, th I think we need to keep in mind that there are a number of things being proposed by these candidates. And Nikki Haley, I believe, the day she announced was pushing these mental cognitive tests yeah. for members of Congress. There's also talks of maybe age limits, mm -hmm. term limits just in general. That's something that's being discussed that actually has nothing to do with age in many ways, too. But are any of these realistic or even legal? I mean, it's tough. It's almost like campaign um, 
campaign types of reform or, or ethics reform, you know, you're asking people to impose sanctions on them. The people who would have to vote on this stuff would have to impose sanctions on them on this. And, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of these lawmakers come from an era where where certainly the older ones where you didn't really talk about your health because as soon as you start pointing fingers at a senator or a congressperson who seems like they've been there a little too long, well then you're the person who's been there a little too long and they don't want they don't want to throw throw rocks in a glass house essentially or what end up may end up becoming a glass house. So it's it's a good question as to whether term limits are or any of this could ever become law. It seems like it would be a difficult lift. Um, but again, you know, it, it all depends on how much politicians want to make a case of this. And you've got two parties that right now, when you look at polling to an incumbent and an almost incumbent president, um, are running away polling wise. And they're the, the two oldest people that have ever been inaugurated. So, uh, but then again, you look at, at general polls that show like the, the, it's a lot of voters think it's time for the country to move on. Yeah. So they, they certainly raise the issue, but it just we don't see it in the head to head polls. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's interesting. We are speaking to Fox News correspondent Rich Edson about concerns over aging politicians and how it plays in Congress and on the campaign trail. More after this. I feel like there is also this counter argument. I hate to use sports as the example for this, but you do see cases. And I think this is really just in general. You're seeing people age longer. You know, the life expectancy when Social Security was passed is much higher than it was back then. Yep. And you're seeing people find great success in their 70s that they otherwise would be considering retirement decades ago. And that's in every industry. You know, I think like in the NFL example I was going to use, you have Pete Carroll, head coach, Seattle Seahawks, killing it in his 70s, just made the playoffs. Uh, Nick Saban winning a national title in his late 60s. Bruce Arians doing the same with the Super Bowl. So there is that always that argument that, hey, you can't rule people out now at this age anymore. Definitely. You know, I mean, I go back and I look at pictures of my grandparents and my grandparents are very close to and, I, and, and, you know, to me, like, wow, man, my grandparents, they seem so old to me when I was such a, ki a young kid. And it's like people just looked older 40, 30 <laughs> years ago. They just people in their 60s today don't necessarily look like people in their 60s, you know, in the 70s or the 80s. And people are living longer. A lot of times they have a, a very good quality of life later in life, but sometimes that's not the case. And and I think that there's another another argument that, that's been made is that as we age, are we dealing with or are are we having a better in, in the later years um, is is are the cognitive functions there? So you might be, you know, you might not die of a disease and you may be getting around better with with certain, you know, uh, orthopedic technologies and things like that. But does it also mean that, well, you know, maybe in your mind you shouldn't be there as long? And, you know, it's it's it kind of almost goes back to the question that I think a lot of Republicans are looking at in this primary process when it comes to former President Trump and and everything surrounding um, his legal issues. It's like, is this a legal issue or, you know, eventually voters are going to decide you put a candidate up. You think they're too old. Don't vote for him. Right. Yeah. yeah and that's <laughs> you can't you can't argue if the person wins. Is, is duly elected. Right. right. That's that's just a, a factor that we can't not factor in here. Um, but you know, getting back to to the, the GOP and kind of the, the the hierarchy of leadership we're looking at right now, we saw the Democrat side pretty much this just complete reshuffling of leadership uh, going into this Congress, where you had multiple leaders in their 80s: Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, uh, James Clyburn, all you know, kind of step aside. Then you had you know, 
a bunch of folks in their 50s kind of move in and take take over. And, you know, the Republican leadership in the House, I believe 50s and 40s is what we're looking at for the age for them. But then Republican leadership, obviously McConnell's been there for a while. And now there's when when you have health issues like this and the factor in his age, there's going to be questions about, well, what happens next? And I believe we've reported that John Thune, the whip, has had more involvement than he normally does. But is that kind of what we're possibly looking at? Is John Thune taking over in the future? Or is there some other members that they've kind of eyed for leadership positions down the road? You know, and it's so funny you bring around about the House because we've been talking about the House for so long. I started covering um, D.C. and Congress back in 2007, and it was Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, and Jim Clyburn in Democratic leadership. And up until just a few months ago, it was Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, <laughs> and Jim Clyburn in, in Democratic leadership in the mm-hmm. House. And they were getting questions several years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, then either Minority Leader or Speaker Pelosi was asked about her age and, and you know, almost didn't react very positively to that to that question. Um, that's that's changed now. Republicans, they ran back in the day when Pelosi was leading the party a decade ago. She um, was facing what were known as the Republican young guns, and they wrote a book about it. It was McCarthy, who's now the speaker, uh, Eric Cantor and Paul Ryan, who became speaker. McCarthy ended or um, uh, Cantor ended up the, the majority leader at one point uh, and then lost his primary. But but yeah, when you look at it, at the Senate side as well. Um, you're going to see a process that a lot like what you saw in in the House among Democrats just very recently, because you have had such a consistent force in Mitch McConnell for the better part of really two decades leading the Senate Republican conference, either as majority leader or minority leader there. Um, he's run that show. And um, with him out of the equation, um, it's very likely that they, you know, he hasn't said if he's going to run again and his term ends, you know, he would be, basically the person, if he's going to run for re-election, it's going to be in 2026. Right. So that's that's three years and change I, from now. I, I think people re- need to keep in mind, too, based off of Kentucky's state politics right now, if McConnell were to suddenly resign, that's another Democrat likely getting appointed to that seat. Well, they just changed the law there. It's okay. an interesting thing. So there they've got a law that... Um, that Republicans push through. Andy Bashir is the Democrat uh, in the state house. He vetoed this law that basically says now he's going to be presented if McConnell leaves. He'd be presented with a handful of candidates to choose from, all chosen by the, <laughs> by the party by the Kentucky Republican Party. Okay. Um, so there's a different play there. But when you look at um, you know what what what's normal in the Senate, I mean, you've got. Um, uh, uh, Chuck Grassley is I was in the late eighties. Yes, um, you know he he just won re-election. So th- there's a question as to you know Thune has definitely been been talked about as as the heir apparent there. There have been conversations about um, you know the others in in leadership like Senator Barrasso, Senator Cornyn, Joni um, Ernst has been kind of yep. propped up a little bit by McConnell too. Exactly, exactly. So you'll have these voices and and you know. Um, that is something that the conference is going to have to work out. And, and there'll be a real question is, OK, so McConnell does have, um, you know, if if these are just these temporary episodes and, and he's doing well and, and the conference and, and he make the decision that he's going to remain the minority or majority leader, the Republican leader for the next few years, at least for the end of the term. Um, he's got to decide if he's going to run again. And if he's not going to run again, um, you know, there'll be a conversation starting o- over over. 
who's going to who's going to take over that conference. In the end, it really is up to the membership. All right, Rich Edson, great conversation as always, and we thank you for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.